<laughs> That's an awfully hot coffee pot. I don't. I didn't memorize any of them. I'm sorry. Oh no! I was I was quoting Eminem because you look like Eminem right now. Oh, do I? Yeah. Should I? Yo, it's Eminem. No, it's not blonde. I swear. You should. You should. <laughs> you no. Should, you should cosplay Eminem for the rest of your life. Absolutely not. If I cosplay anyone, it's gonna be Tony Hawk, Kermit the Frog. You got Kermit the Frog on my shirt. I know. Kermit the Frog here. I would like. How much money would you take if you had to be in like uh, like? Like one of those like Disneyland Mickey Mouse suits, but it was for Kermit the Frog. Gigantic Kermit. <laughs> you could come out for one hour a day, and like like tw- twenty four hours or like eight hour shifts. No, you have to like wear it your whole life, like twenty four <laughs> hours. So for one hour, it's got flaps and zippers for you know. Is it like air conditioned on the inside? I don't know. How long do I have to, for the rest of my life? Yeah, but you get fat stacks of cash. I don't care. <laughs> no, no, no. Everyone has a price. No. Yeah. That I would have to do it for the rest of my life. You could retire at like eighty. No. <laughs> no, never. That sounds awful. Um, how much money would it take for you? Twenty bucks. Like. 10 million a month. <laughs> what would you do with that money? You'd be stuck in a car with the frog outfit. <laughs> I'd start directing movies. I'd just be like, yo, I'm going to start directing movies, hiring people, and people are going to be like, why is the director of this film? Do, I'm gonna so you my- just have to wear it? Yeah. You, you don't have to do anything else? No. Like, some rich billionaire is just like, yo, I want to... It would be very funny! Exactly. Imagine, like, going to Canada. Maybe if it was, like, a five-year contract, I'm going to think about it. But I would have to do it for the next 57 years! It's oddly specific. <laughs> you said until I was 80. Oh, yeah. That's right. Um, I don't know. All right, how much for, like... A five-year sampler. And then how much would you ask for, assuming it wasn't that bad? I wouldn't do it after five years. Maybe five years if they gave me, like, a million a month. What if they promised to make it out of, like, a nice fabric that's, like, like, kind of tethered or I don't know. If it was air conditioned in the inside. Not, it's not like air conditioned, but like the fabric is kind of loose. So air can like get in. No, I want it to be air conditioned and heated for the winter. Mm. I mean, I want it to be temperature controlled. Then we'll talk. They can give you a coat. Can my cock come out? Can I fuck? Just go with the Yeah, I said you have like a zipper and a flap for like the bathroom. Oh, I thought that meant for like a cape. Oh, I mean, you can have you can wear a cape too. <laughs> Super Kermit. <laughs> I'd I'd watch that Muppet movie. I would too. Does a bunch of heroin. Mm. <laughs> That's what's. I can't wait for Superman to do a bunch of heroin in Justice League: The Snyder Cut. 
That. I hope so. That would be nice. I would watch that. Do you know what happens in Justice League? No. Do you know what happens in Batman vs. Superman? I, like, I, I've seen bits and pieces of <laughs> okay. it. But... Never mind. I won't say anything. Okay. Uh, don't watch them. No, we'll have to watch them. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm fucking trying. pick Justice League one of these days. Yeah. Probably specifically. Oh, I it's, can't. The Snyder It's good. Four and a half hours. Did you Oh my god. Did you see that they teased an image of Jared Leto's Joker for the movie? But it's just a blurry picture, but it's like, he's got long hair! Oh my god. It looks like they... Everyone was saying, like, it looks like he's, like, the fucking, uh, Joaquin Phoenix, like, Joker. Yeah. Which I, I can kind of see in the picture, but... Uh. <laughs> he just got long hair. Yeah, it was just like, I don't know. I hope he still has the tattoos. Damaged. <laughs> I think those tattoos were kind of funny. Yeah, like no, I think they work fine for the Suicide Squad movie. For like the tone they were trying to encapsulate in the Suicide Squad movie, I think that Joker's design is fine. I think that movie's just like a failure. Yeah, <laughs> like what they're trying to do. I I might watch a version a version of it where it's like re-edited to not be a fucking like. Cause didn't they hire like the trailer company to edit the movie? So it's just like this big incomprehensible just like transitions and visual effects and I'm just like Well yeah, I want the I want the air cut of uh, suicides. Yeah, didn't they do like a or it's like an extended cut that they did, didn't they? I'll have to watch. I only watched, I, I want to rewatch Suicide Squad because I didn't like hate it when I watched it in comparison to like Batman vs Superman and Justice League. The thought that went through my head when I first saw it was like, I think this might have been the worst, like, big production movie that I think I have ever seen. Wow. Okay. I never, I never didn't. I've but seen a lot of bad movies. <laughs> I've, I've seen a lot of really bad ones since. So I don't know if I'd stand by You've that. You've seen Epic Movie. I have. I have. But Will Smith is Epic Movie. Suicide Squad. Feels like it didn't try. Suicide Squad feels like they're trying a little bit. I think that's why I really fucking hate Batman vs. Superman so much. I'm like, why are they trying to make a bad movie so bad? Yeah. <laughs> fucking, what's it called? Uh, I was going to say something. Oh, yeah. I thought the Suicide Squad, like, video game looks pretty cool. But I'm kind of... Kind of. Is there a newer one coming out? Yeah, it's supposed oh, to be coming out like 2022. Yeah, I forgot about that. I watched the trailer for it and I was like, damn, this actually looks yeah. good. But I'm, I'm Warner, Brothers, Warner Brothers games, I don't know if I'm meshing with them right now because of their whole patent situation. What? I'm unfamiliar. Oh, yeah. No. They basically, uh, they call it like the Nemesis system, but they're basically trying to put a patent on like AI for NPCs. Yeah. What the fuck? And it's just like... I they, feel like that's something you can't put a patent on. Yeah, I, I guess they took it to some patent lawyers who, I guess, didn't know jack shit about video games and were just like, yeah, that seems legally sound, not realizing kind of how broad the, of a definition that Like this an 80-year-old man who, like, does, like, candy uh, bar that's patents. That's Nintendo, right? Yeah. The Nintendo! With the little boy in the sod. 
but it's like yeah i guess it's so it's like bait so it's like your actions <laughs> make characters react to your character differently throughout like a game that's what they're trying to patent and it's just like that's so fucking broad and it's like you guys didn't invent that shit i guarantee they didn't invent that shit yeah <laughs> like, i guarantee that like what the fuck got some big fine brothers energy going on right now yeah yo we should watch f the prom is that like a fine brothers movie yeah. or something oh god of course it is <laughs> Um, <laughs> we'll put it in the bag. You know, we haven't done... Oh, I guess we've been doing, like, themes and shit. Yeah. We'll, I kind of miss it. We'll hit the bag eventually. At least not this next week. Not the week... But it'll happen. It'll happen. Um, have you done anything else this week? Nothing? Played some Rocket League? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I also haven't done a lot. Um... I'm I'm close to finishing our, our reading. Mm. I think I'm at like four point eight. How are you doing? Have you started? I've started. I'm not far though. I'll I'll come it, on. I'll get it read. <laughs> um, yesterday or the day before yesterday, I watched this movie called Detective D and the Mystery of the Phantom Flame. Oh, uh, it's by this guy named Sue Sui. Sui Hark, um, he's a Hong Kong director, I believe. He's have you heard of like Once Upon a Time in China? Mm-hmm. He did that. He did like the first three in that, I think. Okay. Um, he did a movie called Dangerous Encounters of the First Kind. That's apparently really fucking good. I want to watch it. Hmm. Um, but he did this movie too, and he's done three of them. Uh, they're set in like. 1400s China, maybe? I, I don't remember the exact, like, time period. But it's about, like, this this detective guy who's, like, solving crimes. It's, it's pretty goofy and fun. It has, like, some really bad CG and stuff. And mm-hmm. the, the editing's pretty bad. But it was overall, like, a fun little experience. Okay. I'll probably watch the other two. Um, and yesterday I watched this movie called Witness, which is by Peter Weir, the guy who did, like, Dead Poet Society and Truman Show. Yeah. Um, and it's has Harrison Ford in it. And it's about this little Amish boy who, like, goes into the city for a day with his, like, mother. And he witnesses a murder. Oh. And then so he's the witness. And he's got, like, Harrison Ford's like, I gotta protect him. And he's like, oh, God. Then he has to, like, live in the Amish country so he can, like, protect them and hide out from the, the people that are after them. It's pretty good. I really enjoyed it. Um, it's a little slow. But overall, it's really... It has, like, this genuine tone to it that I wasn't expecting from, like, a movie that sounds really fucking stupid. Okay. (laughs) But overall, I thought it was really good. And there's, like... There's one scene near the end that was, like, super fucking hardcore. And I'm just like, oh, God. Oh, okay. Um, But I I really enjoyed it. And the music I really liked. Hmm. And, um... The... The director of photography, it was, um, fucking, who the fuck was it? Witness. Witness. Uh, John Seal. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, like, Fury Road Man. Oh, okay. Um, so it looked really nice a lot of the time. Especially, like, in the climax of the movie, there's some really cool shots. 
Mm. Um, but yeah, that's what that's what I've done. And then I've yeah, I've just been reading and hanging out. Uh, we watched a little more Death Note. Watched a little more Young Justice. Played some more board games. Mm. Same old, same old. I've just been working a lot though too. Nah, but yeah, I did watch uh, War Dogs today. I saw that. I think I saw that in 2016. Yeah. From the director of Joker. Yeah. Which, I remember thinking it, it, it was okay. That's kind of where I'm at. Okay. And I was like, yeah, you know. I was like, this it, movie self, was all right. <laughs> self-aware enough. That, like, I didn't feel like it was... I don't know. Like, I didn't feel like it was the... Because, obviously, the main characters are kind of pieces of shit. Yeah. But it doesn't try to, like, glorify them as much as, like, I thought it would have by the trailers. But, yeah. It was was fine. Why'd you watch War Dogs? I was uh, hanging out with Matt, and he was like, oh, I'm gonna... I love this movie. I'm like, okay. Stop being friends with Matt. Just kidding. <laughs> he like he likes movies. He he also likes this podcast. Fuck you, man. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> hey Matt, uh let's talk about war dogs together. No, I'm just kidding. War dogs is fine. <laughs> it's fine if you like war dogs. I think Miles I really I remember liking Miles Teller in it quite a bit. Yeah. But he did a I decent also saw job. it five years ago. Twenty sixteen was five years ago. Oh that makes me feel nauseous. Wait, would it have been 2016? Because I think that movie came out when you were a manager at the theater. Because uh, I remember, I remember like, maybe not, maybe it was slightly before you would have showed up, but I remember there was like, they sent like, whoever the distribution distributor, the producers of the movie were, like they sent like, some sort of representative to like survey the audiences during the movie. Oh, I wasn't there for that. Okay, that that was kind of strange. Oh. I had never seen mm-hmm. any other movie do that. No, in my I think... handful of years working for the theater, so it was just like weird. How long did you work at the theater before I worked there? So I worked there because I didn't start until uh. Early 2018. I worked there from like 2016 to probably like late 2017, and then I left. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So that. And then I came back like maybe a year later, and I was like, stayed for like another two years, and I left again. And then you'll go back one day. No, no. I burned me once. You know, shame, shame on, on you, whoever. Yeah, but burn, burn me. If I burn twice, myself twice, that's Charles Band is after you. And if I burn myself a third time, then I'm just really asking for trouble. <laughs> um. Yeah. 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 I. If I'm. So can I be honest here? Yeah. I miss watching Charles Band movies. Watch some fucking Charles. I Band don't have movies. time to. You know, it's yeah. just like. The only time I watch movies now is either for the podcast or with my significant other. And she will not watch a full moon movie with me. Why don't you like... And I don't want to... So it's like, as much as I like to make you suffer on the podcast, I don't want to make you suffer that much. And also, those videos aren't going to get any fucking views. No. 
why don't you like pick a Charles Band movie, one that's like 45 minutes, and you're like, you know what? This is going to be my pooping time movie where I'll just like, every time I go in for a poop, I'll set my phone up and I'll watch a Charles Band movie. I don't like watching, like, even Charles Band movies. I don't necessarily like watching things in just wait, bits. Just poop until you get to a good stopping point and be like, all right, that was episode one of a little Charles Band mini-series. <sighs> no, I'll just... I will start having more time where we're not together now because um, she just works earlier than me. So I'll just start getting up in the morning, starting my day with a fucking full. No, because that also sounds awful. <laughs> like, I can't. I feel like I would go to work after that just depressed. I, I'd be like, I watched a full moon movie today. Just give, like, Hinatea a punch card. Be like, yo, I'll watch, like, three things that you want to watch that I desperately do. <laughs> For every five episodes of Death Note we watch, we have to watch a full moon movie. Maybe, yeah. Now, because that doesn't work either, because most of the time, I'm also the one that picks the movies, because you just can't pick movies most of the time. So it's just like, no... Just find a really good one and don't tell her it's directed by just, Charles Band. Just she go, you, do you want to watch Parasite? And then pull up Charles Band's Parasite and go, no, this is just the new English dub. Yeah, there you go. Uh, put on like, uh, like, I don't know, demonic toys. Something bearable. I feel like she fucking hate demonic toys. Probably. <laughs> Oh, but Demonic Toys is good. He didn't even direct Demonic Toys. Oh. What's that one that I always forget the name of? Peter Manoogian. That we watched. The first of The Vampire. Uh, Oh, what was that? The Little Finger Guys. Yeah. Was that Subspecies? Yeah. I still want to watch more Subspecies. So do I. Because that was, like, not... The worst. It was bad, but... It was like... It was a four. It was a yeah. four. It was bad. Like, I'll, I'll acknowledge it was bad, but it was good bad, you know? It had its yeah. moments. I wouldn't, like, compare it to, like, The Room or something, but it, it definitely had its charming moments. <gasps> I kind of wanted to rewatch The Boogans. <laughs> it's like... What did I did I give what did I give the boogans? Because it wasn't very good. I don't even remember what I gave the boogans. I gave it I a five, gave it. but a heart, which I usually don't do. Uh, you gave it a three out of ten. Oh, I definitely Oh, a three out of ten? Yeah. Okay, that's that seems appropriate. I would probably I'd have to watch it before I decided I'd bump but it it's up just to like, a four. But I might bump that up to a four. Also, our subtitle track was broken, so it was giving us all that weird fucking oh, subtitles. Yeah, I remember that, that. Like, the movie is probably not enjoyable. It's The only thing that made it enjoyable is the, the like, last ten minutes and the broken subtitles and the fact that we watched it as a group, you know? Yeah, fair. <laughs> nothing, will ex- nothing will ever live up to that moment when we're all just shouting, or shouting, not shouting. Boogans. Yeah, show it, show it, show the boogans. We're like, yeah! <laughs> when they finally did. Oh. I should make you watch uh, 
Strangeness? I think that's what it's called. The Strangeness, right? Something like that? Yeah. It's, that's a movie that's got big Bukin's energy, but it's, like, way worse. It's like... They, it's like a cave dwelling monster movie, and they just cool have a like, poster though. Yeah, it's got some stop motion scenes that are pretty funny and enjoyable to watch. <laughs> it's gonna be one of those movies. Where I'm like, this was pretty good. Dude, they straight up use like trash bags and foil for like what is, uh, the game. <laughs> do you remember the day that time ended? They, I remember watching it, but I, for the life of me, couldn't tell you a single fucking thing that happened in the movie. Or the day. Isn't there like a, don't they like look outside and see it's like fucking like. The daytime ended. Or like mentors and shit. They're like minotaur. They're a bunch of weird. It's just. I don't even. What was the plot of that movie? I don't even um, remember. It's. I. I think this family's just, like, on vacation or something, or they're just out in the desert, like, their desert home, and they're like, they're aliens, and there's, like, a weird shit. I don't Oh, yeah. Dude, I just remember watching that movie and afterwards being like, that was the biggest piece of shit. Oh, yeah. I remember the fun fact I got from that, that that was the first digital soundtrack to a movie released. Really? Yeah. And it, it barely beat out Star Trek, the motion picture. Oh. <laughs> but I remember the music being good because it's just like Richard Band's a good composer when he tries. He can be. Charles Band is not a good director when he tries. No. <laughs> I don't, well, you know, maybe I'm giving Charles Band too hard of a time. Maybe Trancers is good. Oh, I never watched Trancers. I was getting it mixed up with... Uh... Don't worry, I'll toy, pick... Toy Soldier Man, whatever uh, Oh, what was that? Doll Man. Doll Man. I don't think he directed Doll Man. I wouldn't be surprised if he did, honestly. No, it was Albert Pune. He's the one who did, like... He's the one who did the 1990 Captain America, if you've ever heard of that movie. I have. Um, but he, he has a couple movies that I'm legitimately interested in. Uh, he has a movie called Nemesis that I've heard is actually pretty decent. Um, and there, a lot of his movies just seem pretty high concept for being, like, running in those same groups. So, I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, maybe I'll give these a shot. Uh, there are legitimately movies that Charles Band has at least produced that I really want to see. Like, Castle Freak by Stuart Gordon. From Beyond by Stuart Gordon. Tourist Trap by David Schmoller. Who, yeah. Well, he's got some good production. Titles. Yeah, because uh, I know Tourist Trap. I haven't watched it, but I've heard very good things. Um, I don't. Uh, and then David Schmoller is the guy who made Puppet Master One, though, and I'm just like, that movie's so fucking bad. Mm-hmm. Like, I can enjoy some of the Puppet Master movies, but I fucking loathe. The first one. Did he write the first one, or did he just direct it? I want to say he wrote it. Uh, he wrote it with Charles Band and um, Kenneth J. Hall. Maybe it was just one of those things where he like got uh, into a group project and he just kind of got too deep before he realized. Well, no, oh, he fuck these uh, guys don't. Charles Band like fucked them over on like Puppet Master stuff. Oh, I'm sure. Like it was his project originally, kind of thing. <laughs> 
Oh, fuck. Charles Band's an asshole, too. We need, That's to, the- we need to make that Charles Band deep dive, not like a director deep dive, just like that like just every- documentary where we're just like, Charles Band, we're coming. We should make a Charles Band documentary. Might as well. See, go, see if we can fucking get in contact with people over Discord who know him in real life. I'm sure we this fucking full moon. Become a drama, movie drama channel. For just specifically Charles Band. Just for full moon movies. Yeah. Find out that, like, Richard Band actually fucking hates him. <laughs> Richard Band, join us. Richard Band starts making a theme song of Screenly. Ah, dude. There would be n- no Screen Ween's intro that would be more Screen Ween's than one that was composed by Richard Band. We should compose like we should get something I've, we should get a, yeah. a soundtrack that like sounds like something from the puppet master because that would fit screen wings pretty well i could i could uh hit tito up and see if he'd be willing to like produce anything for us that could like i'll give him six bucks i i'd i'd probably i'd give him more than six bucks yeah. we, we can see what's i'll up. sign an autograph there we go. I am the go. guy in DDoS, after all. Oh, yeah. Oh, I haven't he's, checked. He's, I haven't checked the channel in a bit. Let's see. Yeah, he's been killing it, though. Like, he's been getting in contact with some pretty decent people. So it seems like he's going to skyrocket here, hopefully. Oh, yeah. So are we worried? 114 subscribers, motherfucker. Oh. <laughs> oh. Yo. It's like, what, seven more than last week? Oh, it's like two more than one. <laughs> oh, I thought it was like 100. No, but as soon as you release the rest of uh, 31 Days of Halloween. That's not so. happening. But I will tell you what will happen. Pierre is waiting for the. Pierre can, can keep waiting. <laughs> what will happen, Thomas? I'm working on a video right now. Is it like two months from now? Maybe. It's going to. Uh, take me some time to watch all of the material for the video that I'm doing, but it's it should be a fairly quick video. I'm trying to get through it, trying to pace myself. I'm not going to say what it is though. Brown Bunny Screen Wings episode hit a K. It did. Yeah. Oh wow. Scooby Doo video 4.4 K. Mm-hmm. We're going places, baby. <laughs> I don't know where. Alvin the Chipmunks 459 views. <laughs> Woo. Everybody loves that video, Thomas. I don't know why. I don't. I honestly don't know why that video. Like, it must be just the, the children's movie appeal. Of, I need to make videos on the Bionicle movies. You make movie videos on like the Scooby Doo, yeah, and like the Bionicles. New Scooby Doo movie in I think like three weeks, two weeks. I'm ready for it. Yeah. I should just make up a review. Like, just just bullshit it and put it out, like, the day before it comes out. Scooby-Doo and the Curse of the Giant Frog was a 4 out of 10 at best. I really think this movie kind of suffered from some issues. Fred you barely Ar- even saw the Giant Frog. <laughs> yeah, the Giant Frog was kind of lackluster. If you're going to sell the movie on it, you should include it in more than just two scenes. And Fred's arc was completely flat in the movie. Just... I was watching a TikTok today, um, and it was... By Kesha? That's a good song. Um, <laughs> two interviews from when Scooby-Doo, the live-action movie, came out, mm-hmm. and it was with Sarah Michelle Gellar, who played Daphne, and she was like, 
uh, yeah, Scooby-Doo was just like this really important show and this really cool dynamic because it wasn't just like a boy's show or a girl's show. It had capable characters of each like gender and stuff. And then it cuts to Freddie Prince Jr. He's like, there was a talking dog. <laughs> and it was just so fucking funny. <laughs> oh, man. That, that then they does... got married. Oh, they did? Yeah. Oh, shit. I had no idea. Yeah, no, they've been married since, like, 2002. Oh, man. And he voices Kanan Jarrus in Star Wars Rebels. They should make, like, a little TV series where it's just, like, Fred and Daphne living together. Fred and Buffy. There we go. What tum tum I was going to say. Uh, I had a burrito. It's not gonna look good in like an hour. Uh, Alright. No questions today. Okay. Thanks. Probably because we're recording this on a Monday. Should I? Nah, that's fine. Alright. It's all good. Next time, Eugene. Let's talk about... Rudy Ray Moore. Uh, yeah. I mean, let's... So, like, we're talking about exploitation movies this week and, spoiler alert, next week. Mm-hmm. Um... And it's just, it's kind of sad that this was the first big thing for, like, black creators in the sense that, like, there were just no resources for anyone. And there still aren't for so many people of color, like, trying to make movies. Yeah. It's really sad. And, like, uh, black exploitation obviously has roots in, like, a lot of their protagonists aren't necessarily good people. Um a lot of them are womanizers. There's, there's like, a pretty big uh, misogynistic tone in Dolomite, first of all. Like, the movie we'll be talking about. But just in a lot of black exploitation movies that I've seen or I've heard about. I'm not saying this is, like, as a whole. But it's definitely a trend. Mm. Um, but it was also, like, the first film genre where consistently you could see... Uh, like black people in the hero's role or following the hero's journey. So it's just, yeah, it's just a bit interesting. That and it's just like, you know, you got to admire the tenacity of just like Rudy Ray Moore. Yeah. Like, cause I mean, this man spit out a couple records. He was just like, ah, the critics don't like it. Fuck them. Fuck people em. are going to like it. And he don't found like a crowd me. that liked it. Yeah. And then he fucking used that momentum to carry himself halfway through the 80s when he made Tokyo, or no, not Tokyo Godfathers, Disco Godfather. And apparently that just like fucking sank him. <laughs> like, so yeah. And it's, it's sad that like just like one flop was just like all it took. Yeah, especially because Dolomite, the movie, did exceptionally well yeah like the, i think yeah, in total looking at the budget it was probably like a hundred thousand after everything yeah. and it made i think 12 million his albums were extremely successful yeah, especially after charted. that fact i'm yeah. sure uh, and then like i'm pretty sure even like his follow-up movies like yeah the human tornado head, the couple I've, after i've also heard the human tornado is legitimately like a good film oh, okay like i've heard it's yeah, I Everything. heard they got a real director for that one. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, yeah. It's just... It's very interesting. Because it's... This is like... When looking at American culture and American movies, this is like 
I'm out of my depth in a lot of this, I feel this stuff. Quick. So it's just so interesting. And I'd seen Dolomite as my name. This was my first, second time watching it. Mm-hmm. Um, but like watching the actual movie was so interesting because so many of the things like come through it, like the genuine joy of like just hanging out and making a movie is so yeah. ob- it's so palpable in every scene. A lot of those scenes may not be good, but it's palp. The energy is there. Ah, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, yeah. No, it's just like I admire it. I like it. Um, plus, I like that he just like he knew not to like have an ego about it. You know, he he was just like he didn't really care about making something overly pretentious or serious. He was just like, I want to make something that'll resonate with people. He thought a scene. Was going to be kind of weird or awkward. He's just like, well, let me play that up and make it funny. And I, I like that too. I yeah. like that aspect of it. And he's also like, I like, I don't know how true this is. The end of my name is Dolomite said that like, apparently he's like one of the like godfathers of rap. Yeah. Which I, I did not know. And I <laughs> think that's super cool that like, he's just kind of the source for a lot of just like things that I like associate with like, just like uh, black culture from that era. Yeah. So it's well, it's, like, it's and it's just another like Dolomite is a whole like you hear about Shaft, but that's only because like Shaft got movies with like Samuel L. Jackson like more recently. Like you hear, I mean, I, Shaft was like didn't he? Also but Shaft have a also TV series. I don't or, know if he ever had a TV series, okay. but like Shaft had three movies in that era, and then had a. I think in total, Shaft's had five or six movies. Okay. So, like, it's it's something that's repeatedly come out. Um, and that was one of the big first, like, black exploitation movies as well. Um, and, but, like, Dolomite is just as, just as or more influential on, like, modern day culture, but He's just, like, buried under things. <laughs> yeah. I could see that. Um, yeah. It was... Yeah, do you want to talk about the movie? Or yeah. Do you um, it's about... not very good, um, but... No, well, yeah, it's one of those kind of, like, Plan 9 from Outer Space. I don't know if I'd say it's as bad as Plan yeah, 9. Yeah, I think, I think legitimately... There are parts of the script that aren't bad. I think Jerry Jones is a person. I don't know, like, how he was actually as a person. But, like, from watching Dolomite is my name, I can get somewhat of... It seems like he had a grasp on what he wanted. Like, there's mm-hmm. there's legitimate, like... There's a decent central plot line, I think, in Dolomite. But I think that there's just, like, so much filler in the middle. Oh, it's just, like, right. nonsense. I'm like, what's going on? I, I watched it twice because I watched it. Oh, okay. I watched it before doing any sort of research. I'm just like, all right, Dolomite's one of the picks. I'm going to watch it first. Yeah. And I watched it, and I, like, walked away from it. And, like, after a couple of days, I was like, I, I, like, I remember stuff that happened in the movie. But I feel like I just, like... I'm not getting something like so I watched like this like 24 minute video on fucking Rudy Ray Moore and like the history of Dolomite and then I watched fucking Dolomite uh is my name and then which I, that is a little uh 
obviously I didn't know this when I first watched it, but it's like re-watching Dolomite is my name. I'm like, okay, there are scenes in this that are obviously not in like the actual Dolomite movie. And in general, from reading up on Dolomite is my name, they just take a lot of scenes from the first and the second movie, just mm. like a, a best of, and they recreate those. Okay. Because so. like, was that ceiling bit in the first one or would that? Have no, been there's, the there's, there's quite a few things. I was going to say, because I was one. like, what am I, am I driven? Like, I no. <laughs> but okay, then. Well, and they're like, drive, drive is in the second. That doesn't happen in the first one. Oh, okay, yeah. Because the only time you see Dolomite driving is in the car full of the, the women. Like, yeah. There's... Yeah. That's right. That's right. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's kind of, that's kind of a weird decision. I guess that yeah, I, I, I'm like, fine with it. Like it doesn't break anything. Yeah, like I think it tells a more engaging story for like the the biopic movie, and I guess I, feel, I don't know. I I could see why it would like maybe be controversial though. I don't know if it is, but because it's like that'd be like if like the disaster artist also like focused on like they just threw in a couple scenes from that like best friend movie they made a couple well, years later. I mean I think it's a little different because the human tornado is just dolomite okay. too. Fair. Best fiends slash friends is just not the room. We should watch that. I though. never watched that one, so it had two two parts. It did. Yeah, it was volume 1 and 2. Oh, gross. <laughs> Best Friends? Will that come? Yeah. Um, yeah, Volume 1 came out in 2017 and is an hour and 50 minutes. And Volume 2 came out in 2018 and is an hour and 30 minutes. Oh, I was just gonna... We could watch almost four hours of Tommy Wiseau and uh, Greg Sestero, who you might know from Puppet Retro, Retro Puppet Master. <laughs> Oh God, was he in that? Yeah. Who did he play? He he plays uh the fucking Andre Toulon. Oh shit! He's like the main character of Retro Puppet Master. I guess he might be. Fuck. We should do an actor deep dive on Greg Sestero. I want to say he was in something else that I watched that was just like completely room unrelated, but I don't. Ed TV. No. Patch Adams. I mean, I've seen Patch Adams. I don't recall him being in that, but I haven't watched that probably since 2013. Um, anyway, Dolomite. Um, yeah, Dolomite. I do think that there are legitimately good scenes in Dolomite. I really, I, I enjoy the first like 20 minutes and the last like 20 minutes, but I just, yeah. it's just the middle chunk is just, it's not that it's just filler. It's just not very engaging. I don't think anything really, like, funny or interesting happens. It's just, like, Rudy Ray Moore walking around and, like, yeah, talking to people. I feel but that. he never really does anything, like, grandiose or fun or anything. It's just, like, he's just walking. That critic was right when he said it was Dolomite. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I mean, a little bit. A little a bit, little but... But I, I do... I and guess I, I, I guess I was never like as a critic. I was never it was never excruciatingly boring for me in the middle because like I think Rudy Ray Moore's enough of like a character and he he knows his persona he wants to like have for Dolomite that it's like somewhat engaging. Mm-hmm. But the movie did fucking lose me for a bit. I was just like, please. Yeah, I, I feel I watched it twice happened. and I, yeah. I still the second time I was still just like felt the same way almost. I was like. Hmm. 
<laughs> I, I, I clearly, I was like, okay, I, it's not just me. It's this movie. Yeah. But. And yeah. it's just like. But. Most of the people in it are. Yeah, I like. Not it. great, but they're all having fun. Mm-hmm. I like Rudy Ray more. Like, I like the energy he gives it. Yeah. Like, he's legitimately, like, it's obvious that he was born to be a performer, regardless of what performing like he wants to do he has so much energy that's like it helps everyone else in every scene to like be loosey-goosey and yeah i think that while derville martin's really bad at directing Mm -hmm. obviously i think he's pretty good as uh willie green like he's fine it makes he it it comes out that Oh, that's a guy that knows how to act, at the very least. <laughs> mm-hmm. What would you say your favorite, if you had to pick one favorite scene? I know mine. I, I do like the scene where, like, he immediately gets out of jail, and he immediately gets into, like, a gunfight, and he's like, Dance, white boy! Oh, yeah. Um... I also just like the scene at the prison where he's just taking off his clothes and he's like, I don't want to be... And he's like, I don't fuck with cotton drawers. Yeah. And uh, the cop's like, you'll be back, Dolomite. We'll hold like, on to him no. for you. <laughs> like, um, my favorite scene. I do love the scene where he's fighting Willie Green. He rips out his intestines. Oh, yeah. Why? What's your favorite scene? I like the scene where it's the cops and they're trying to plant shit on him for a second time, but this time he's just like, you know what? Fuck your shit. He just beats the shit out of both of them and like busts the fucking bags they were trying to plant on him like all over him and shoves it in the one guy's mouth. <laughs> I just thought that scene was funny and gratifying. Yeah. yeah. No, I get it. They're like legitimate. Like, there's a lot of scenes in this movie that are really entertaining, mm-hmm. and then there's a lot of scenes that are just not. Yeah. So it makes me like li- want to watch the Human Tornado because, like, whoa, actual director. What if they're all entertaining scenes? <laughs> maybe, maybe I couldn't say, but if I had more time in my days, I would have already watched it. Yeah. There's, I, I, I most likely will just go through a couple other Rudy Ray Moore movies, like P.D. Wheatstraw I've heard is pretty good. Yeah, um, that's another one I've heard a lot. I want to watch Disco Godfather. Let's those, see what's are, up. those are like the big four, like Dolomite, Human Tornado, P.D. Wheatstraw, Disco Godfather. Those are probably going to be the ones I watch. Yeah. Okay. And then, yeah. So he made this movie, and then uh, he, uh, yeah, we just made a couple decent movies after. Made yeah, one bad movie. Friend. His career tank. I haven't even heard Disco. I've heard decent things about Disco Godfather. No, I, I like, just heard it. The vi- the video I watched kind of gave like a quick summation, which I'm taking at its word for. But basically, like I already tried to make it like PC and kind of tried to shoehorn in like an anti drug message. Ah, uh, which I I you know I'd have to see how corny and like it probably would just make it more enjoyable for me knowing like how corny it would probably be. So 
Um, I don't really have anything else to say about this movie. Yeah, no, there's... It's like a very simple plot. Yeah, he gets out of jail. He's bailed out of jail so he can basically hunt down, like, his old, uh, like, business partner, friend, rival. He takes back over his... To his club, yeah, and then he gets into a shootout. That was like the whole movie with just like little scenes scattered throughout. Yep, it's like, yeah. What would you give this movie? I don't know. Oh, I guess you would give it a three out of ten. Oh no! Oh no! I gave it a five. Oh, I, five. Uh, yeah, like I'm pretty forgiving okay. on like movies that I think are fun. Mm. You know, like things that like. Things that, like, kind of spark my passion for, like, filmmaking and making things. I'm like, yes, yes. Even if traditionally, like, yes, I can see the boom mic right there. Yes, this person's bad at acting. Yes, the <laughs> Rudy Raymore does not know how to do kung fu. Yeah, that's the best. That's but the it's best. just, it, it makes it a more genuine experience for me. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I can't even say that that's, like, bad filmmaking if it fits the tone of the movie so well. Even if it was an unintentional thing. <laughs> Yeah. Um, I think you would give this movie a 4 out of 10. Yeah. Because you do not like when people have fun. I love it. <laughs> Fuck you having fun. God damn it. If I can't have it, no one can. Uh, Dolomite is my name. Yeah. I watched this video with like Dolomite's manager late manager. I don't know if he was a manager the entire, like, lifespan. Yeah. But apparently, like, he was just very, like, tossing shade at Eddie Murphy, because apparently, like, Rudy Ray Moore, when he was alive, was, like, a huge Eddie Murphy fan, and according to his manager, uh, Eddie wouldn't, like, give him the time of day. He never specified if, like, Rudy had ever reached out to Eddie or not, though. He was just, like, <laughs> made him That's kind of a thing's and he didn't. They had everybody but Rudy Raymore. And it's like, well, they did. They didn't. They didn't have everybody but Rudy Raymore. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the thing. Like, it's, it's just like I don't. I don't know whether I should take. Like, I've heard stories that Eddie Murphy's kind of a dick, so I could yeah. believe it. But he never. Like for the huge chunk of like the interview, he's talking. He's like, well, what what do you think? Like Rudy would think if he was alive. He's like. Oh well, Rudy was alive when like the movie was announced, and I was talking to him about it. And he, yeah, he was he was ecstatic about it. He was super excited, but you know he was still offended that Eddie never reached out to him all these years. It's just like, what the fuck are you doing? That's really funny. Yeah. <laughs> oh. But and he also like claims that Eddie Murphy like lied about like I guess Eddie and. Jimmy Kimmel interview or something like promoting the movie said that he's like he tried to reach out to Rudy some years ago to like do a biopic but it just didn't work out and then like his manager was like that never happened that never happened so I don't know I don't know we'll never know yeah but uh yeah so Dolomite is my name is a biopic not just about the making of Dolomite but also just about Rudy Ray Moore's life from when he was like just around that time yeah it 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 starts off probably like a year or two before the movie yeah wasn't this film written by some of the people who did Ed Wood 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think all of the people that did Okay. It. That makes sense, because it's kind of like, Ed Wood kind of does the same thing where it kind of like starts to pick up focus like right before i think that's why i like this movie so much like they have very similar tones Mm -hmm. Um, but i think this movie's really weird because it's exceptionally silly it's a super silly movie but it's like it's really heartfelt too like it's it's a movie that made me like feel emotions i'm like but it's so silly how's it doing this (laughs) you know Uh, but I don't know that I just I really like this movie. I had a lot of fun with this because it's it's not just watching a movie that it's uh it's clear that people are having fun making, but it's watching a movie about people having fun making a movie. It's the same reason why I like Brigsby Bear so much. Mm. Yeah, I if I had one gripe cuz I heard that like Tensions were a little higher on set than it seems like they were portrayed to be in the movie. Yeah. Um, which I think they definitely could have explored some, but I guess I can kind of see maybe why they wouldn't. Yeah. You know. Especially if, like, I don't know how... It's not, like, far into it that Rudy Ray more like, died. Yeah. You know, I don't want... It might be stepping on toes at that point. Yeah. And it's, like, with Ed Wood... Ed Wood had been dead for years yeah. when they made that movie. But was, even that movie didn't, like, fully dive into just yeah. how depressing their lives was after, you know, making the worst movie ever made. And then Ed Wood basically just, like, became, like, a porn horror filmmaker, like, exploitation films until he just died. Like, a gross, fat old man. I don't know. That's I'm pretty sure how Ed Wood went, but... Yeah. yeah, this, I I think I, it seems like, I don't know, I know Rudy, like, at some point, like, his daughter or something, like, came and basically just, like, moved him away from everybody and, like, kind of kept him isolated from everyone, it's which is just, like, yeah, that's, that's kind of shit, so, but the movie kind of just stops at, like, when the Dolomite story stops, it doesn't. Yeah, and it's like and it has one of those classic biopic like, yeah. From here on, this is what happened. Which I'm like, I'm fine with. I, there was a point in time where I'm like, that's annoying. But I'm just like, I don't really want unless them to just have like, like twenty minutes of just like ending. Yeah, unless you're doing like a, a series or a mini series, yeah. like you can't accurately capture. All of one. So I'm like, fine with them just being like, story. hey, here's a little more about, here's a little more knowledge about after the events. That's fine. That's fine yeah. with me. Um, I will say, first off, that I really like the soundtrack to this movie. Yeah. Um, and I really like the casting in this movie. I think Eddie Murphy is really good. Um, I think he's he does a good performance, but... In terms of, I don't think he did a good job, like, replicating. Yeah. No, I, I get that. I but think I think I'm, I feel a little differently because I watched this movie beforehand. Yeah, I did. Um, so, yeah. I had that kind of crosswise. It's but, definitely a whole... It's a different energy. Like... Yeah. I'm not going like, to write about it. I think I, it comes close to being in the same vicinity. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's not, like, so far removed where I'm like, oh, no. But it was just something that I'm just... You know, throwing out there. 
It's definitely like, it's not Eddie Murphy is Rudy Ray Moore. It's Eddie Murphy as Rudy Ray Moore, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, totally. It's not like a fucking... Like, like if he any, doesn't embody the character completely, like fucking like uh, Jamie Foxx's Ray Charles. Yeah, if anything, it feels more like Rudy Ray Moore was playing Dolomite, and Eddie Murphy is playing Dolomite. He's not playing Rudy Ray Moore, mm-hmm. and so they're they are just different interpretations of the same character. Mm-hmm. And I think I'm mostly fine with it because Dolomite as a character is like something that. Wasn't made by Rudy Ray Moore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fair. Like it was made by a bunch of yeah. homeless people. Mm-hmm. Or at least older black people. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was kind of a shitty thing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you look at like a lot of it, Rudy Ray Moore and Dolomite was just kind of a blender of a lot of different elements. Yeah. yeah obviously, he's kind of ripped the Dolomite character and he's like, well, you know, this guy doesn't know how to, like, successfully put himself out there, and I kind of do. Yeah. So I'm going to basically just steal his act. Uh, and obviously, after a certain point, it kind of became his own, but the base that it's built from is... Is still a bit. shitty... Ba- yeah, no, and I did And on top of that, you know, he, like, uh, Enter the Dragon and, like, just come out, which obviously, like, kind of played into the kung fu appeal of the movie... And, like, obviously, he's like, yeah, I want a song that's, like, Shaft's song, you know. So. Enter the Dragon. Yeah. Not a great movie. Not as great as I had remembered. It's fine. Being. Like, it's it's whatever. Like, it's got decent action. Yeah. I can't remember the... There is, like, a, a fighting movie from, I think, the 80s that I watched. I've talked about it on the podcast. But I was thinking about it when watching Dolomite. Mm. And I remember really liking it. Fuck. I'm going to have to figure out what it was. Yeah, I couldn't tell. Uh, but The Last Dragon. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know I've talked about That movie's awesome. <laughs> I haven't watched it, but I've seen One it like, around. Good movie. It's dumb. Ah. But good dumb. Okay. And Dolomite. Um, but I, I think that, yeah, I like Eddie Murphy as it, it's not the same character, but I think that's fine. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's nice to see Eddie Murphy acting in a movie that I think is good. Yeah. It's been, it's been a bit. Um, It has. And I think Wesley Snipes is pretty good in this. Yeah. He comes off as an asshole pretty well. Mm-hmm. Probably because Wesley Snipes is a bit of an asshole. Um, Probably. Or very much of an asshole, depending on the stories you've heard. I haven't heard many stories. I just know that I, the biggest thing I know is the tax evasion, which is like, pay your fucking taxes. Yeah. But. That's just more dumb than anything else. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Um, can't be that high profile, not just not. Actually, no, you can just be. You just can't. You have to be white to get away with that, apparently. Yeah. Bazinga. Barzupel. Barzupel. Um, God, I keep saying um today. I'm tired. It's so okay. I had a period earlier on the podcast where I was dropping a lot of likes. Speaking of dropping that like, don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. <laughs> uh, what were we talking about? Oh, yeah. 
So Deverell Martin. Grudge there for a second. Uh, um, I really like. I think his name's Cody. Fuck, what's his name? Are you talking about the guy from like Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt? No, but Titus Burgess is fantastic. I I love I love him in like everything I watch. Yeah, I, think I had good. only seen like the first couple episodes of that series, and I haven't seen him in oh. anything else. But I've seen I've seen the whole series, and oh. he's definitely like the reason I watch it. Probably, mm. I think the series is pretty good overall, but he's fantastic. Oh, okay. Um, no, I'm talking about the white guy um, that plays the director of photography. I oh, think he's yeah. pretty good in this. Yeah. Um, and there's some fun little moments where he's like, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> like when they first get your, he's like, what? We don't have power? <laughs> and then they're like, why don't you just go steal it? And they're like, hmm, I guess. <laughs> True. Um, in general, I would say that this movie is very well acted. Mm-hmm. I'd probably agree. Especially compared to Dolomite. Well, of course. Um, yeah. Yeah. Fucking one of the main characters from uh, This Is Us, a show I really like. Mm-hmm. Um, he plays the the like the main homeless guy that comes in and asking for money, who then tells the story of Dolomite. Oh, okay. So every time I see this movie, I'm like, hey, there he is. Nice. Uh, what? You say something. Well, um... Dolomite is about a movie. Yeah, I... I mean, I I could talk about the specific scenes. I don't know really what to talk about with this one. I mean... Do you have any... What are your favorite scenes in this movie? In this one? Yeah. Uh... I I really like the kind of tender moments between, uh, like, Rudy Ray Moore and... Uh, I don't remember her name, but the one, his, like, protege. Is it Lady Reed, or I think she also goes by Queen Bee? Like, the scene where he, like, first meets her, that was pretty nice. Like, I like that scene. He's just like, you know, I see see something in you, and I just want to, you look troubled, I just want to come over and, like, give you some support, you know? Yeah. I thought that was super wholesome and super nice. I also like the ending, uh, where, you know... That ending's legitimately like really cool. Yeah. Like it's like, that's 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 a baller move. And I would also hate to be the first people in the theater and then come out and be like, "Wait, what the fuck? They got to just chill out here with this guy." Oh shit! <laughs> but that's cool. Like I, I yeah. like that scene. I don't know if that's like something that actually happened or not, but if so, that's badass. Pro- knowing. Probably. Maybe not for the whole time. Maybe not until, like, two in the morning. But probably. Yeah. Rudy Ray Moore seemed very connected to people in general. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I really like a lot of the scenes surrounding it. I really like the scene uh, in the car when they're reading the reviews. And he's, like, reading a super shitty one. He's like, this they're going to come here to see just how bad we are. Oh, yeah. Because, like, I, I don't agree that, like... There is no such thing as bad press, but some bad press can definitely be beneficial. Yeah. Especially, like, for unknown things like that. Or, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I really like the scene where, in general, I really like the scenes with Wesley Snipes. 
<laughs> where he's just like they wrap the production and he's just like okay bye and he's like I'll see he's like has intestines here. coming out of him he's like well bye see you at the rap that was it that was it <laughs> see you at the rap party he's like oh actually probably no. won't happen bye yeah it's like you dick um yeah, and I like I like a lot of the early like Dolomite performances and stuff. There's just a lot of really fun energy going on. Eddie Murphy like pulls off the routine really well, even though it doesn't feel like Dolomite at all times. It feels like he's at least pulling off his routine in his own way. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. I'm trying. I like. This is just a little one-off scene that I thought was kind of funny, but that, like, oh, what what did he call himself? The one white actor who's, like, listing off all of his fucking roles, and he's just, like, white movie villains. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's is that like, the guy that played, uh, the, like, um, the warden? I, yeah, the warden, or, yeah, I think so. Yeah. He's just like, uh, you know, we'll get you out of here. And you got to go research your old partner. That that scene yeah. in general, I really like because he like they he's talking. He's like Eddie Murphy's just suddenly like, oh my god, that felt so real. Oh yeah. <laughs> Which I feel like, oh man, I feel so bad because it's just like back then you couldn't have fun like that. I mean, obviously there's still like the concept of like time because I I was I, I did like fucking high school theater, so I realized like. I'm not. I, I didn't mean to fucking stand <laughs> you know, on there. So did I, bitch. Yeah, I know. So it's like I under because sometimes I would get a little frustrated if like someone was trying to just have too much fun. Yeah, and I would hold people up. Like, but I think a certain level of that's healthy. Yeah, no, and, I definitely agree. Uh, and it's like just such a shame because it's like that kind of mentality ended up costing them like an extra fucking what ten grand or whatever. Yeah. Because they just ran out of film, and they're like, uh, yeah, we need film. But it worked out. Yeah, it worked out in the end. There are movies that your first step should, like, your your number one priority should be having fun. Like, Dolomite yeah. wouldn't have made money, as much money, if, if they weren't having fun, oh, in my absolutely. opinion. Yeah. Uh, that's one thing I like about this era more. It's like, you could just film hours you got sd cards for days yeah that's it's it's nice just being alive at this point because it's so easy for people to make movies or films or something or Mm -hmm. podcasts that nobody listens to exactly except for matt Matt, and pierre tito philip philip listens while he's at work hi philip if you're listening now all your friends listen to this and what where are my friends it's just pierre Maybe Joe. Maybe Joe listens to something. Yeah. Maybe Christian's going to be listening to this one. He watched Dolomite is my name with me. Hi, Christian. Hi. But We'll watch Gam- Gamera or Godzilla soon, I promise. Probably around the time when Converse's Godzilla comes probably. out. Probably. We'll probably have to wait a little bit because I'm pretty sure that's around the time the Snyder Cut's coming out. <laughs> Double think- feature. I think we should probably do, like, the Snyder Cut and wrap up the DC era around there, maybe. I don't know. No, this is a DC-only podcast now. Dolomite's a DC movie. Oh, yeah. That's right. <laughs> no, everything's like a Disney movie. Dolomite is a DC movie. There we go. 
I, I wouldn't be surprised if, like, Dolomite, like, sold the comic rights at some point. Yo! Is there a Dolomite comic? Probably. I wouldn't be surprised, honestly. But, who knows? Um... um I have nothing more to say on this movie, I do not think. Yeah, I don't think I do either. Um, it's fun. It's a fun movie. Yeah. If you like it, watch more movies like it. Like yeah. Ed Wood is Ed Wood. probably the prime. Ed Wood for like a biopic about making movies. Brigsby Bear to like yeah. kind of encapsulate the, the vibe of, you know, having people that are having fun making movies. Cause Ed Wood, that's not, that's a whole different ballpark. Yeah. Um, uh, maybe the disaster artist, but that movie is directed by a sick son of a bitch. So who directed the disaster artist? James Franco. Oh yeah. He's an asshole. Yeah. That's, I haven't watched it. Like I watched it once in theater. I like Seth Rogen fine. I honestly wasn't that impressed by it just in general. Yeah. Like I I also like, I'm not super hot on the room. Like even as a meme, I'm just like, Mm -hmm. it's a movie. I don't think it's the worst thing ever. Yeah. I, in high school, I liked it a lot more than I, it's one of the, cause you love the nostalgia critic. I was a fan of the Nostalgia Critic back then. He remembers it, so you don't have to. That's true. That's true. We should watch more Nostalgia Critic movies. I really don't want to. (laughs) We should make videos watching Nostalgia Critic reviews. That's even more. Because I can watch like an uploaded rip from some other user of To Boldly Flee or Kickassia or whatever. But I don't want to, like, directly support him with a view. <laughs> that's, that's okay. But what if I told you that he was going to be on the podcast? <laughs> well, I think that would be a wonderful branding opportunity. I don't know if I'd be particularly We should get Lynn Cara on the podcast. Lynn Cara always has a spot on the podcast. You hear on, that, Lynn Cara? Linkara have a podcast? Let's get on his podcast. I, I don't know if he has a podcast. What does he do these days? I mean, does he stream. He does comic book videos. He does like the history of Power Rangers stuff, which I think is like decently big. Uh, I should watch those. Yeah. Uh, he does like I think just like comic book movie reviews with his girlfriend. He's been he was streaming uh, Fallout New Vegas a week ago. He looks like he's been playing some video games. Mm. He played Among Us. Wow. We should make an Among Us movie. There we go. That would, it would, it'd be a good time. I want to make a Rocket League movie. Actually, though, like a, if we had the budget. <laughs> Yeah. A Rocket League movie would be fucking awesome. It, it could be. It absolutely could be. Like, with the same, like, spirit and energy as, like, live-action Speed Racer movie. Like, ooh. ooh. that would be nice. You still haven't seen that, have you? Mm-hmm. I've seen, like, visuals from it. I mean, that's probably the way to go. Like, the movie... I like the movie quite a bit, but it has its problems. Um, anyway, Dolomite is my name. You would give a seven. Six? Oof, you don't like black people. What? No. I'm just, <laughs> Jeez. I'm just kidding. Did you have any main issues with the movie, or did you just kind of... I, I think it just... I don't know. 
maybe I've seen just the formula a little too much, so I, it didn't quite land on me the same with this one. I don't know. I Yeah, I like, get it. I think it's just one of those formulas for me that just is like something that I'll never get tired of. I just like that formula quite a bit. Yeah. Like, I don't get fatigued by it. Like, I I, I thought it was fine. Like, I, I wasn't particularly like, woo, about it. But Yeehaw! I thought it was, I thought it was good. Yeah. Uh, you, what did, do you want me to guess yours? Did you yeah. say it? Oh, yeah, you would give it a nine. Eight. Okay. Yeah, I, I really like this movie. I don't think it's, I don't know if I like it as much as Ed Wood, but I also haven't seen Ed Wood in like seven years. I, I don't yeah, want to watch Ed Tim Burton movies because he's an asshole and he's a racist. Is he? Have you not seen? He has this quote that's like, it's, I'm paraphrasing, but it's pretty much like, I don't want to put black people in my movies because they're, they don't fit with my aesthetic. And I'm just like, what? Yeah. That's awful. Yeah. That's fucking gross. Yeah. It's pretty. Let me see if I can pull up this great quote. Dude, what do you. Half his aesthetic is black. What what does that even mean? Like, I don't. That, yeah, that has no logic. I see no logic in that. He's just being a racist asshole. And, like,. Sit. There's some. I might be. Uh, Miss Peregrine's home for peculiar children. I can't remember who's in it, but there's a black person in it, and I'm pretty sure they play the villain. And that's like the first time. And I was like, really? Damn. Fucking what's it called? Damn. I mean, I'll probably watch Ed Wood again because I love Ed Wood. But oof, oof. Uh, I'm not gonna be. Fucking, oh, I haven't supported one of these movies in quite a while. I remember back when I was a child watching the Brady Bunch and they started to get all politically correct. Like, okay, let's have an Asian child and a black. I used to get more offended by that. <laughs> and I was like, what? And he's like, I grew up watching black exploitation films, right? And I said, that's great. I didn't go like, okay, there should be more white people in these movies. I'm like, geez, that... That just sounds so fucking privileged to say and like so out of the loop of like anything. Yeah. Damn. Well, you hear it. You heard it here, folks. Maybe hashtag cancel Tim Burton. I don't know. I'm not going on any pursuits, but I'm definitely not going to. Like I, I, I already don't, had well, no I interest just, in watching anything new he spit out, but now I definitely know. Yeah, there's just it's just like I've gotten to the point there's so many great directors that I don't need to watch one, except like if it's for a like we watch Superman Returns because it was part of the like that's fine. Yeah. But I don't need to search out randomly like I want to go on a Tim Burton binge. Like yeah, I, I might watch Big Fish because Big Fish is one of my favorite movies, but yeah, Big Fish is awesome. Great fucking yeah, fuck. but it's just like I also like Edwards. He makes 
He made a few decent yeah. slappers, and I'm and I like I've been meaning to rewatch the Batman movies, like the eighties and yeah, stuff. me too. God, but it's damn just it. like fuck you, Tim Burton, you goddamn piece of shit. It's just like why people gotta be stoned. Yeah, it's like I want to enjoy your shit, you fucking asshole. <laughs> Literally, it's just like. You're sitting on a throne of money, and you're just looking down at people going, I don't want black people in my movies. And it's like, why? You fucking... They don't match my aesthetic. (laughs) My aesthetic. A 12-year-old's journal. (laughs) That's gross. It's like... Fuck. At the very least, don't say that out loud. <laughs> Damn. Literally just cast black people. Yeah. It's like not... it. Oh my god. And it's not even black people. Like I can't think of any people of color in his movies. It's just white people. Like. Yeah. Like. No. You don't see Asian people or like. Not in brown any people ever. No. Like I can't. I can't think of any. I'm sure there are occasionally, but it's pretty rough. I mean, there was, uh, I guess in the first Batman movie, there was Harvey Dent was played by uh, fucking, pretty sure he was played by uh, Lando. Was he? He It's been a handful of years since I've seen that, so I might be off on that. Yeah, he was. Okay. I forgot about that. That, that yeah. movie, like, it's it's been a long time since I've seen those movies. Mm. Huh. Yeah. But then he got replaced with Tommy Lee Jones a few years later. And, uh, fucking yeah. Joel That would have been a weird seeing Billy D. Williams as, as Two-Face, though. I think he probably did fine as Harvey Dent, but it's just... Yeah, it probably would have been a little strange, but, I mean, I would have been down for it. And it's just like, as far as I know, you know, like, Joel Schumacher might not be the greatest director ever, but he seems like a nice enough guy from what I know. But yeah, he's not a piece of shit from what I hear. And, like, I remember enjoying Batman Forever. I'm not the biggest fan of those movies, but that's just because I like my dark brooding Batman. But. All right, Edge Lord. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, I also like I said, it's been like years. Anyway, yeah. so next week, what are we watching, Thomas? Watching uh, Shaft, and we're watching Black Dynamite. Yep. And then after that, we're gonna let Pierre pick two movies, and then we'll be done with February, and we'll have another deep dive. And then we'll continue our DC, I think, for a little bit. Ooh, actually, I think right after the deep dive, it might be time for Justice League. Should we end it there? Or should we keep going after? Uh, It comes out the 18th. So let's see. Let's do a little planning. With you, the audience. So... Uh, March 1st will be at the Director Deep Dive. It'll be a Monday, so that's nice. So we have the 8th and the 15th. So we can do the things we planned. 
And then the 22nd, we'll probably do Justice League and the Snyder Cut. So that means we'll have four days to watch the Snyder Cut. <laughs> you have Thursdays off usually, right? Usually. I don't this week, but... Well, in like a month. <laughs> oh, yeah, hopefully. Unless they just completely <coughs> flip my schedule here, which I don't think they will, but... Or no, I'm thinking, because we're recording on Wednesdays now, so the episode where we talk about the Snyder Cut probably won't come out until the 29th. It'll be the last podcast of March. Okay. So that'll be the final DC episode. Sounds good. And then uh, after that, you want to do the, just like, since it'll be out and relevant uh, at that point, probably, I'm still, I'm sure you want to just do the fucking... Uh, Godzilla, King of the Monsters. Yeah, Godzilla the, what is it, Tristar who does them? I think so. Yeah, the Tristar, Zillaverse. Probably, yeah. We can probably do that as... Because uh, it's like four, four We could probably just do that as like a... Uh, Movie deep dive, a series deep dive for the beginning of the next month. There we go. So, there you go. We just gave you a big... Sneak peek. Big sneak peek, unless it changes. Yeah, that's... Maybe we'll just do four bag episodes. Ooh, what we should do is... Make up for the lack of bag time, just do several bag episodes. So, we're, we're doing a deep dive. That probably won't be DC, just so you know. Okay. The one I'm picking. It might. I have ideas. Um, but then we'll do the two we've been talking, the two weeks we've been talking about. And then we'll just make us, we'll, we'll say that the week of the, 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 the 22nd is that episode will be a bag episode. The 22nd of, uh, March. So that's the one before the Snyder cut? Yeah. Okay. Uh, because we'll be recording that the 17th, the day before the Snyder cut comes out. Okay. We'll, we'll just there's there's a loose there's a loose little scheduling if you guys are still listening nobody listens to the end who's still here if you're still here drop a big fat load on my cock well you know you can maybe if you want an alternative to that you could uh, fucking fart in my face and twist my nipples comment Thomas has no nipples below yeah. to show that you're still here. There we go. Uh, oh wait, no, we actually got uh, I somebody emailed me about a movie that they want us to watch. So I I actually have a. Oh, what was it? Who was it? Just some random person that I've never what, talked to before. What so was it? We'll we'll talk about that after okay, the okay. the podcast is over. But and again, thanks everybody for watching. We love you. We miss you. We care for you. Tell your grandmother I'm gonna fuck her throat. All right, everybody. Have a wonderful day. Bye. <laughs> Adios.